I gave you 10 years to live your life. And where did that get you? Welcome into the Ringerverse. This is the Ringer's headquarters for all things aliens, superheroes, horror. We do it right here on the Ringerverse. And of course, every Friday, it's the Midnight Boys. We do the instant reaction show to the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And then you come back on Tuesday and Mallory does the deep dive. She takes your mailbag questions across all of our social media handles is the way you can submit those mailbag questions to Mallory and get them in. They're doing the deep dives over here, but we're not talking about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier right now. This is an emergency Midnight Boys ride. A midnight snack, some would say. This is a midnight snack. It's me, Van Lathan, host of Higher Learning with Van Lathan and Rachel Lindsay. Of course, Charles Holmes, host of the Ringer Music Show. We are instantly reacting to something that just dropped in the MCU today, and that is the Shang-Chi trailer. There's no better feeling than a personal win, and the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Chi, I just read that it's Shang-Chi. I've always heard and said Same, I've always said Shang-Chi, but technically it's Shang-Chi, man. (laughs) that's brand new news to me I did not know that I I enjoyed the trailer so instant reactions what did you think about the trailer All right, guys this is a teaser trailer but still we gotta say spoiler warning we will be talking about the comics so if you're the type of person who doesn't want to be spoiled I don't know why you're listening to the Midnight Boys but spoiler alert um, it took me it took me a couple viewings. I think I had to view it like two or three times to really, really get into it. My first thought after watching it was like, oh, Marvel's going to have like an a very difficult time, I think, with these next few movies with Black Widow, with with Shang-Chi, because these are characters that I would say aren't the most popular comic book characters and they're not the most iconic. And what I mean by iconic is like Spider-Man has a costume and a symbol, Captain America has a symbol, whereas Shang-Chi a lot of the myth making that you're going to have to do is going to have to be falling in love with him as a person because there's no mask, there's no logo. It's just him. It's a it's a martial arts movie. But what did you think when you first saw it? I disagree with you in terms of Black Widow only because I think that Black Widow has 10 years of source material. So Black Widow, to your point, is not, but I think people want to see Natasha now because they've gotten to know her in so many other movies. You could be more right about that. Now, The thing is that when I watched the trailer, I I guess for me, knowing the character, which just really quickly, the character is the best hand-to-hand fighter in in Marvel Comics. Marvel Comics has a slightly different origin. It seems like they're going to in this movie now. In Marvel Comics, Shang-Chi is the son of an international villain named Fu Manchu. Now, very racist character. Very racist character. So there's no Fu Manchu going to be in this movie. Marvel 
was smart enough not to step in that landmine. What it seems like they're doing now, though, is they're making him the son of the Mandarin, who is the head of the mystical and ancient Ten Rings organization. And you see the Ten Rings not on the Mandarin's fingers as they are in the comic books. The Mandarin is a villain not just for for, for Shang-Chi, but also for Iron Man. Big, huge villain in the Marvel Universe that they completely, completely fucked up in Iron Man 3. Woo! With the hot take. You're not wrong, though. They oh, that's not a hot was, take. That's a lukewarm take. It, it, it's it was, a lukewarm take? Yeah, it was bad the way they did Mandarin. They came back and they made fake Mandarin with Ben, ben Kingsley. Kingsley. Oh. Then they oh. came back and they had Aldrich Killian be the Mandarin, the head of the... It's just bad. And they actually had to fix it with like a one-shot Marvel short. But now it looks like they're going to set all of that stuff right and they're changing the character a little bit. So when I when I watched the trailer, because the character's superpower is the fact that he is just a living martial arts weapon, the trailer looked like I thought it was going to look. Like you see the trailer, you see some... I'm sure there's some ancient times in there. You're going to go back to the beginnings of the Ten Rings organization. You get a quick shot of, shot of the Mandarin. Seems like the story is picking up after Shang-Chi has been out in the world living for some time. He is about to get pulled back into all of the things that are happening around his father and their organization. It looks pretty straightforward. But what I wanted to see was how the martial arts would look. Martial arts look amazing. They look amazing. That's what you have to sell. Like, that's what you have to sell. And that was the debacle and the failure of, of course, the Iron Fist television show. Absolutely. Because Iron Fist has to be one of the greatest fighters in the world, and the show just simply didn't pull that off. I feel like if they get the martial arts action right in this movie, and they build the world out, you know, it looks like we're going to see Fing Fan Foom in there as well, Big Dragon and all of that stuff. I think the movie can be good. And I think the trailer delivered on that intrigue and like what what we what we should expect to see from the film. I would say I would go one step further. I would argue that the fighting, because what we know about Shang-Chi in the comics has to be the best fight scenes or among them that we've seen in the Marvel cinematic universe for for them to make us believe like this is a franchise that can go on we're talking like john wick levels of like fight scenes and honestly i do think that one thing that they got really really right about this is who's playing shang chi which is simu lu who most people know from kim's convenience yo van are you a fan of kim's convenience on netflix never seen it my man what a great sitcom. What a great sitcom. I love Simu Liu. He's, he's following in the steps of Marvel choosing wonderful comedic actors as action stars, which I love, which is, which is great. Kim's Convenience, I'll check out. Well, uh, back to the Bengals. In, in Marvel, in Marvel uh, history, the Ten Rings, they all have different powers. But it seems like they're doing, they're doing uh, the bracelets, the gauntlets, the bangles, whatever you want to call them. What do we think about that? We saw a few action shots of those. Yeah, it looks like in a flashback scene, there was a younger Mandarin who had them and was getting busy because there's a flashback to the origins of Shang-Chi himself and how he was trained up by his father. If the story does mirror what it does in the comics... This entire time, the way it worked in the comic book was that Shang-Chi didn't know that his father was an international villain. He didn't know that he was mean and bad and stuff like that. And his dad sent him out on the mission one time, and then he found out, and then he talked to his mom about it, and then he changed and, you know, went to war with his dad and all that and stuff like that. In this situation, I don't know why they would change that. Like, it seems like it would be... 
I'm interested to see. It seems like it's pretty easy to put the, you know, Mandarin's rings are very iconic. They're like almost like a, everyone can, controls a different deal. So it's almost like a same concept of the Infinity Stones, but maybe much, that's much why. Maybe that's more. why they're trying to get a little bit away from like the Infinity Stones and they're kind of being like another like gem or whatever in the Marvel Universe. So I could see them going that way. Yeah, they're much, much less powerful, obviously, than the Infinity Stones. But yeah, they look cool from what I saw of them on his on his wrists. And Amanda is just a fantastic character. So what did you think about Aquafina in the trailer? A lot of people, she's been very, very... People have been polarized about their response to Aquafina in this movie. I think Aquafina has surprised me lately just with her acting chops. Um, so I think she's a great actress. I guess my only thing is, is that it might be overexposure where it's like when we get a, like a big Hollywood Asian led blockbuster, she seems to be like the, like the first person they call and she's been playing a similar character in a lot of these movies. So I could see why it could be a little polarizing. Is that fair? Or is that a little too harsh? I mean, look, if she delivers, then she delivers, you know, I don't understand the big, the big thing why people are so on either side of the Aquafina debate. The only thing I've ever really seen Aquafina in was, well, two movies. Crazy Rich Asians, which was amazing. And then Ocean's 8 is where I saw her. I watch Ryan the Last Dragon on Disney and it seems like she is falling into the trap of being like the, the sidekick wherever she is. Like she's like the kooky New York sidekick who like has a bunch of one-liners. So I could see people being like, is this going to be the same character that we've gotten for like three or four movies already? She, I think she's cool. I think she's cool. I think she's cool. I love the farewell. So I like, I don't actually, I'm not mad that she might just be playing a similar character from what she did in Crazy Rich Asians. But what I, one thing I want to talk to you about is that you were there for this. Uh, that is not like a joke. You actually were. Where basically in the, through the 70s and 80s, Kung Fu movies, martial arts was like a big thing. Like it went through kind of like a massive explosion. That's why you got something like Shang-Chi. Partially, I think what the directors and the actors are going to have to try to do is basically pivot away a lot of the racist text that was Shang-Chi because it was created by a bunch of white people and make us believe in a story that they're kind of having to build up almost whole cloth. And this is something that they similarly had to do with Black Panther. What are your thoughts on that? Do you think that they can like pull it off and make what was a lot of very problematic content elevated into something that is way less problematic? Yeah. I think so. I don't think they're going to have very much problem with it. I, when they casted Iron Fist, a lot of people were like, well, why don't we go away from the idea of Danny Rand being Iron Fist and go do something else? I mean, the reality is that those comics were, were drawn and conceptualized in a specific time, and times are different now. And so the creatives now have a lot more, they have a, a much bigger cultural landscape to work with, and it makes for better characters and stronger characters, and not just characters that are more true uh, to people's actual real-life cultures, but characters who are more layered to me. And I think that's actually showed itself in the Shang-Chi character as it even exists in Marvel Comics as of recently. Now, this is this has never been, like you said before, there's never been a character who's had like awesome arcs and huge books and any of that stuff. Like, not really. He's always been a guy that's shown up and done cool stuff. So, once again, Marvel's taking one of their lesser-known entities and making them into a big deal. But I think they have an opportunity in doing that to build a lush, vibrant, cultural world 
not just for Shang-Chi, but for how the MCU is going to exist in the Far East. Almost like what they did with the African continent around Wakanda. They have an opportunity to build all of that. And I think that that's very inclusive. And also, forget about doing it for any PC or political reasons. It's just super entertaining. It makes for real or better characters. And it's like a lot of fun stuff in the whole Shang-Chi legend and character and that entire world there's a lot of stuff there it has to do with different alien technologies and you know the origin of the ten rings and how the mandarin got them and what they really are and where dragons come from and all this is a lot of stuff that if done right that they can really turn the audience on to that we haven't seen yet so i'm i'm, I'm excited i think they i will. mean if we're being honest too like i think like people forget it wasn't like there were a bunch of like great Black Panther runs. There was a few, but same thing with like Falcon. Like Falcon wasn't a cool character. So no, Marvel Falcon, has no, 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 no. Falcon, hold on, stop, stop saying Falcon wasn't a cool character. No, Falcon sucked. <laughs> Say it real. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. I was trying to be a little bit more positive, man. No, saying he was Falcon not cool. Sucked. Falcon wanted worse. Okay, terrible. And they managed to do it. I have no. Uh, I, I really. Don't I have no issue with Marvel right now and their ability to make these characters into Falcons suck. I honestly think it works in their favor sometimes when like a lot of the source material they need to throw out because then you can get a screenwriter and director who like they can play in the sandbox a little bit. We don't right. expect like Captain America. We know like if you read like Ed Brubaker and the Winter Soldier, you like you know what they need to pull off. With right. Shang-Chi, I'm going in. Very cold. I'm just like, y'all can do whatever and I'll be happy. Look, I think Marvel, the MCU is cooking so much right now. I think Marvel can make like a whole Jubilee series. I bet it'd Jubilee be dope. is a so, terrible character. No. She's not terrible. She, right, she she's was not just, great. Yeah, she's she definitely not great. She definitely <laughs> not great. Were there any Easter eggs you caught? I saw somebody saw Captain America's shield in one of the training sequences. I got to be real with you. I'm not good with the Easter eggs. I don't. <laughs> I, I, I'm not. I look at stuff, you know, I saw, it looks like I saw Fiend Fan Foam in there. Uh, but like, as far as the recognition of like, 50 Easter eggs in 50 seconds, I'm not good at it. <laughs> I have to watch the trailer a million times to pick up stuff. Did you see some? Get to the Easter I know we got to go. We're going, we're running long because we're so excited. But the, what Easter eggs did I you really, see? Let I'll know. be real with you, man. Like, I'm bad as hell with Easter eggs too. Like I'm just like like I, I was going through Twitter. I saw the Captain America shield. I did see something that might be Fing Fang Foom. I just didn't realize that. I wouldn't be surprised if he is actually in this. And then besides that, you know, we got. I, I had to do my Googles because if a lot of people don't know Shang Chi, they definitely don't know his villains. So we saw Razor Fist, who's the dude with the knives for hands. Razor Fist, who's played by Big Nasty, the guy who was uh the Creed. Joint. He played. Oh, that's the dude that's from the Creed same guy. Two. That's the same guy. He's playing Razor Fist. He's like, oh, I yeah. loved him in Creed Two. God damn, good yeah. for Marvel. And then yeah. there was uh, there was Death Dealer, who was uh, once again a very obscure villain. That's actually the thing I find fun. Where I'm just like, this is a comic book that I'm just like, I know about Shang Chi from like when he shows up in Avengers and all this other shit. But some of his villains, I'm like, dog. Well, Death Dealer was, in, in the comic books, was the right hand of, of his dad. So I guess it's going to be the right hand of the Mandarin now. Oh, by the way, we should say real quick, making the Mandarin, if this is what they did, because we saw the Mandarin, making the Mandarin, it seems like they're going to make the Mandarin Shang-Chi's dad in this. That's actually a pretty big change. 
That's a huge change. That's a pretty big change. They right haven't even there. done that in the comics. This is something that's straight picked for the MCU. And the yeah. reason that they did that is because, like, basically, when Marvel wanted to make Shang-Chi, they bought the rights to this character called Dr. Fu Manchu. He was racist. They no longer have the rights to him. And in the comics, he's gone through a couple different changes for who his father was. And I think they were realizing, like, let's do the Mandarin right. And whole cloth kind of, like, give Shang-Chi a capital, like, V villain, which I would argue that he really does not have those. And, like, Mandarin is, like, the coolest version of who they could create a villain for him. So I'm super fucking excited for that. Like, okay, before we wrap up here, get out of here, out of five... What is your excitement level for this movie based upon the trailer that you saw? I'm going to give it a 3.75. 3.75. That's good. Yes. 3.75 is good. I'm going to say mine is 4.1. All right. So we're in the same ballpark. We're in the same ballpark. We're in the same ballpark. And here's the thing. It was a teaser trailer. Teaser. If we could get like a longer trailer, I could easily bump mine up to a four. It's just like we didn't get enough yet. Uh, It was dope when he jumped up and punched those two guys and then kicked them. Oh, that shit was, that was... Shang-Chi was getting off. No, the one when he was fighting, I think it was Death Dealer, and then he, like, catches the kunai, like, in midair. I was like, God damn. I know so, what that is, what you just said, but... <laughs> you ain't, you've never read Naruto, man? No. Wait, are you in the manga or no? I like Dragon Ball Z. Like, look... Dog, why, don't, why does every black person <laughs> have to go straight to Dragon Ball Z? Can I we like, not, like, oh, you know what I watch? You know what I, you know what I watch, too? The one with Guts. Berserk. Berserk was cool. Guts was crazy. Dude, remember, like, remember, man, this stuff is different. It's not the same. I'm a little older. Like, I had to, I was working at Best Buy. I'm going to maybe send you, like, a volume of, like, some manga. You know what I'm saying? Before all this goes. Because I can't be talking about kunai and you don't know what's happening. Good. Because I don't know what that is. (laughs) That's enough. We're out. (laughs) Make sure you come back on Friday. We're going to have our instant reactions to the season finale of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It all comes down to this. Make sure to tune in to Tuesday's show, which is going to recap the penultimate episode of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, deeper dive analysis, and answering your mailbag questions. Wait, wait, wait. Don't forget to plug Mortal Kombat. Oh, excuse me. Mortal Kombat. We're doing Mortal Kombat. I'm doing Mortal Kombat uh, along with Shay. Me and Shay are going to do Mortal Kombat. Hopefully, we'll be able to have Nakad from Mortal Kombat on. I have not seen the movie yet. I heard that the movie is very good. It takes itself very seriously, which I like. So, we're going to have that this week for you guys. All right? But as of now, uh, pew, 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 pew. Midnight Boys, Midnight Snack, we out. We out.